Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 226, Prom Night. As children, they played a killer's game. Now it's this podcast turn to play with them. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, we're going to play freeze tag? Because I love freeze tag. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. Simon says? Red light, green light. Red light, green light. That is but a fun one. Only the way they did it in Squid Games, because that's the only way it makes sense. I didn't see that. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? You don't see Squid Games? No. <gasps> Why are we still friends? I can't believe you haven't seen this show yet. I'm not interested. How are you not interested in an awesome show that kills people? It's like horror TV. Yeah. The premise doesn't interest me. Oh, come on. We have nothing in common anymore. It's official. We have nothing in common anymore. Sorry. I can't believe you. I thought you'd seen Squid Games. No. Well, I'll tell you about Red Light, Green Light then, since it's the first episode. So if you haven't seen Squid Games and you do want to see it, mute mute your episode right now. So in Squid Games, they have a large doll, okay? And when she says red light, like green light, you go. She turns her head facing a, a fake tree. This doll's like what? Like 40 feet tall? I don't know. It's very tall. It's like a fucking building. Anyway, when she says red light, she turns around and anyone who even moves up, like, like even twitches gets killed with her laser eyes. Oh, yeah. And you got to You only have so much time before you make it to the circle, the safe zone. So if you don't make it to the circle, you're killed anyway. Mm. So any twitching at all you're, you're killed okay so red light green light squid games way i don't think i want to play it that way i think i'm really disappointed in you that you haven't seen the show i can't force you to watch it because i have no realm over the tv zone i have realm over horror and movies but not in tv and that just really disappoints me mm-hmm. hi Cass. how's it going <laughs> what's new in your world oh you know Work sucks. Moves coming up. Wow. Well, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. You sound very excited about all those things. <laughs> Sorry. Ex- I'm going to try to have more energy because I don't want to bring the podcast down Too with late. my crappy week. <laughs> yeah, right. Too late. Already um, happened. <laughs> Your job is the best job ever. Yeah. Everyone knows it. Yeah. So stop trying to lie about it. Okay. I know you're trying to make me not feel jealous by bragging about your awesome week, but it's okay. I I can cope. It's fine. All right. Whatever you say. Anything else new going on? Just a lot of packing. How about you? Um, I got all my hairs cut. Mm-hmm. I did that today. Yeah, it looks um, great. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, wigsforkids.org is where it went to. So kids get wigs. Nice. Some of which are my hairs. <laughs> I put a secret code in my hair. So kids, if you get my wig, 
Just saying there's a secret code in the hair there. What if one of those kids commits a crime and then they come to the police? Oh, the, the police DNA. come and find your DNA everywhere around the crime scene. Because <laughs> of my hair? Because of your hair that on their way. That would be rather interesting, actually, and I think you should write that into a story. <laughs> so, no Chuckies can have my hair. Or any, what's a murdering kid? Oh, the kids from the Children of the Corn. You don't get my wig, sorry. None of them get wigs. None of them get wigs. You don't give wigs to rural children just in case they happen <laughs> to be children sounds, of the corn. That sounds very xenophobic, but not xenophobic. What would that be? For like Classist? I don't that know. That sounds very classist to me. No, um, no children in a cult is what I'm going to say. So, or a cult-like community. Oh, Can okay. I specify that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Why not? So, yeah, that happened. Oh, and I got, um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got? No. Oh, and uh, nothing. No, I got something exciting this week, but I, don't, I it's kind of nerdy, so I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come on. Okay. So I follow this author for fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And for one of the, so what, for one of the celebrities' birthday, like one of the celebrities I follow is for their birthday, their fan group does like an auction. And all the money goes to charity. Uh-huh. And I won my fav- one of my favorite author's stories. And uh-huh. so she published the first story yesterday, the first chapter of it. So I'm super excited about that because I won a story. Awesome. So, yes, yes, yes. So it was very cool. And um, she's going to, it's going to be multi-chaptered stories. So it's going to be a long one, which is really great because she usually writes about 143,000 words. Wow. Yeah. Usually the chapter is like 30 chapter stories. So I'm hoping it's going to be a long one. Hint, hint. So, um, yeah, so that's my excitement for this week. Cool. So, I'm a nerd. I know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but it went to charity, okay? All the money went to charity. So, uh, Young Minds of UK or something like so that. So, how much so. did you donate? Huh? That's a rude question. <laughs> 50 pounds. It's a rude fucking question, though. Well, you didn't have done answer. I might have done it in the podcast name, too. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I kind of used our podcast Twitter handle for it, too. So, fuck you. So, if you see that our podcast donated money, that's why. Oh. <laughs> to Young Minds of UK. <laughs> or Youthful Minds of UK. I don't know. It was a charity. It was about youth and their minds. You don't even know what it was called? It was like three months ago. I remember. I'm sure I could look it up. I think it was Young Minds that's of like UK. A- I, I impulsively ordered, like, a jacket, like, six weeks ago, and I cannot remember, like, where I ordered this jacket from. Did it come yet? No, because it was a pre-order thing. Okay. Oh, has it come out yet? Yeah. What is the jacket? Because it's pre-order. That's the one I was telling you about, the Jason jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't tell our, you don't talk and tell our podcast. You want to tell our podcast about it? Well, I mean, this is if it ever comes, because I don't know, I might have just gotten, like, bilked out of 60 bucks, but. <laughs> My mom does that. She borders things on Facebook. She's like, it might not come. <laughs> Probably won't come. Yeah, I don't know, but it's supposed to be, it's a mint green hoodie lined in gray, um, like, faux fur. And it's got like the Dunkin' Donuts logo on the sleeves, and there's Jason on the back with holding a, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Nice. Yeah. 
It looks really cool, and it's, like, so silly and ridiculous that I just was, like, and I think it says, like, basic on it or something. Yeah, you told me it says basic. <laughs> and, and so I'm just, like, I'm so thrilled about this sweatshirt, but I have no idea if I'm ever going to see it. Young Minds of the UK. I found it. It is Young Minds of the UK. Okay. So it's going to children. I don't know what they do. Leading charity, fighting to ensure a better future for Young Minds. It went to a charity, right? Young Minds of... Yeah. There we go. Nice. There you go. Oh, you just lost your phone forever. Fuck. Please hold. I'm not losing my ring down there. Something sticky. <laughs> oh. Wait. I'm coming. Bonus. Bonus. Hey, I need those. Oh, it's right there. I'll get in later. I got my phone back. It's okay. It's not in the black hole forever. Thank goodness. I hope I find my earring when you move. Seriously. I know it's in the black hole. Yeah, I know. It'd be <sighs> hilarious if it just, like, we moved the couch and it just, like, tinkled out, you know? Like, That'd be just... great. That's not funny. That'd be great. I could have another set of earrings. Not as long as these. It'd be fantastic. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Smalls? Okay. We have anything else to talk about? What were we talking about? Oh, your jacket. Your basic bitch. Jason is a basic bitch. Yeah. Which is true, because he's kind of basic. So. <laughs> Ooh. Come Shots me, fired. Come at me. You know where I live. No, you don't really. That's okay. We know that you're a Freddy girl. <sighs> That's true. He's got a better wardrobe. Just saying. <laughs> He dresses up for the occasion, okay? He's got a jaunty hat, a nice sweater, pants. He dresses up. He brings out his nice knives, glove. I mean, come on. Just saying. Yeah, everything about his wardrobe screams quality. It screams holiday season. It screams Christmas to me. Christmas? Because what is Christmas without a glove full of knives? Really? I mean, you ask, but let's think about this for real. What is Christmas without a glove full of knives? Not a Christmas I want to know about. I know. I agree with you 100%. You ready to get to this week's episode? Sure. Don't tell them who we are and what we do before we do that? Sure. <laughs> we are the Mostly Podcast at Night. I give up. <laughs> That's not what you're supposed mostly. to say there. <laughs> We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks because that's what we decided to do when we decided to make a podcast. And um, every week we pick a different movie that usually we want to share with our lovely beloved audience. But sometimes we just pick it just to make the other one mad. However, <laughs> this is not the case this week, I'm sure. Um... But that's because that is our hashtag friendship goals. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we MMA style duke it out when we don't see eye to eye on movies. How sure are you, though, that I didn't pick this for revenge? How sure? <laughs> are you very sure? I'm semi-sure. Okay. I mean, it's bad enough, but... Um, but before we get into the movie, we need to talk about the future a little bit. Oh, yes, we do. Some very important things come up. Do you want to tell them about sabbatical and I'll tell them about such over or vice versa? 
vice versa. So what am I telling them about then? You're telling them about the sabbatical. It's your sabbatical. All right, chaos has to move into their house. So we are going to be taking off. This is going to be our last episode uh, for a brief period. We will be back on September the 12th. So get your kids back in school. Do whatever you need to do. We'll be back on the 12th when chaos has moved into new home. Yes. Fuck you, your turn. Okay, and my news is about the month of October. As you know, if you are a returning listener to the show, every October we do something a little bit different where we have a theme and we cram as many movies as needed that fits our theme into one month as we have to. And it's very exhausting, but we have a lot of fun doing it. So this year, we are doing all of the Saw movies. Yay! And I'm not even sure how many movies that constitutes. Lots! But we're doing all of them. Yay! (laughs) I'm excited. Me too. Because I've only seen the first three. Have you even seen the third one? I'm not sure. I might have only seen the first two because there were my um, my sister and her boyfriend were having a party and they were watching all the saws and I was there, but I had a really bad migraine, so I only got to see the first two. Okay. Well, don't worry. We'll get to see them all. Yes. All 17 in their glory. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to figure out how we s- smush all 17 movies into Four, five week. Mondays. Five another week. No, just kidding. We'll figure it out. But there's we not. Did it there's with, like seven, I think, really. We, I was going to say, well, we did it with all the Halloween movies. We can do it with Saw, there's I'm more, sure. I think there's more Halloween movies in there also. I've got to look it up. But, yeah, we'll do it. We'll manage it. Yeah, we will. It's fine. It's fucking fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. I'm hanging out with your bud. I see this. Um, is that all the news that we have for this week, then? Um, for our listeners to be aware of? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. So, Sawtober coming up soon to a theater near you. Not really. Podcasting station near you. There we go. And look for upcoming guests, too, in September. Yes. Sam will be back, as will Mama Chaos. What was Sam's name? Sam Helsing. Sam Helsing, that's right. So, Sam Helsing will be back, so... Um, go check out our episode on what was that? Nazi ship, vampire Nazi ship. What no, was that, that was not called vampire Nazi ship. That was what it was. Is that my five second summary for but... the week? <laughs> it was a ship, the last ship. No. The, yes, the last ship. No. If it's the last ship, you owe me fifty bucks. I am not paying you fifty dollars. You should. I'll admit that I'm wrong. That's the best you're getting out of me. That's the only time you've ever admitted that, like, in the last 22 years of friendship. Oh, shut up. How long ago was it? No, it was Blood Vessel. Blood okay, Vessel. Blood Vessel. Fine, I was wrong. So you pay me $50? $50. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't All think right. that's how it works. That's how it works. I agree. I you, you give Mama Chaos $50. Because Mama Chaos was right. <laughs> No. So anyway. <laughs> One way or another, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so that'll be coming up here in September. That will be, should we announce what the movie is, or do you want to surprise the audience with that movie? Velocipaster. Because they both hate me. They all hate me, apparently. We do. And so you should definitely go watch that one. It is on Prime. You should definitely go down to the Marriott's Trench, because you will find us there that week. It'll be fun. What did we watch it on just recently? Was it Prime? Or was it on Hulu? I thought it was on Hulu. Well, it's used to be on Prime. It might be on Hulu now. Yeah. Do you say spoilers and expletives? Cause I can oh, say spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Spoilers and expletives, okay. Um, well, this week we did Prom Night. It was done in 1980. It was an R rating. It was an hour and 32 minutes long. And it got a fabulous 5.3 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is at a green splotch at a 48%. Critics' consensus, horror aficionados might have a ball with prom night, but a lack of mystery and inability to capitalize on the dance hall setting makes for a generic night of mayhem. Audience score even lower, 34%. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't disappoint, I don't disagree with that. No, I don't either. All right, do you want to do the cast? Sure. Um, uh, Mr. Hammond was Leslie Nielsen. I'm barely in it, but it's top billing because it's Leslie fucking Nielsen. Yep. Of course, all the Lethal Weapon movies and Airplane. Naked Gun, 20... Not... Lethal weapon at all. Naked weapon. Third. Yeah, that's right. Naked, naked gun, not lethal weapon. Yeah. The smooth of lethal weapon. Yeah. Naked gun. Um, Kim was Jamie Lee Curtis. From, of course, the Halloween movies, True Lies, and Knives Out most recently. Nick McBride was Casey Stevens. Um, I need to make a point here. Fuck me. Wait, that wasn't the point I wanted to make, though. Oops. Um... Yes, he was in Threshold, was his only other major credit. Uh, Wendy Richards was Anne-Marie Martin. She actually wrote Twister. Yes, she did. And she was in Doctor Strange, but the 1978 version, and Killer's Delight. She is married to Michael Creighton. Yes, she is. And it's not the Anne M. Martin I thought it was. That's at the Babysitter's Club. Disappointed about that when it said (laughs) Anne Writer. I'm like, wait a minute, she's a writer too? Wait, Anne M. Martin? Babysitter's Club? No, not the same Anne M. Martin. Do you know there is a podcast devoted to the Babysitter's Club? That does not surprise me in the least. Do you know how many fucking books there were? I know. Even when I was a kid, there was like 132 or some shit. I I could not keep up with them all. I know, I know. I couldn't either. And they came out when I was a kid, so. Yeah. Yes, I'm that fucking old. Shut up. Um, (laughs) Oh. Yeah, they, like, go, like, book through book. You know what pisses me off about books like that? Hmm. I'm going to take a little platform for a second. You get the Babysitter's Club, right? I don't think any of those fuckers have been out of print. 
yeah. like, kept them in print. Remember all the horror books that we liked when we were kids? Like the Diane Hose, the Christopher Pikes, the Earl Steins? Yeah. Most of them are out of print. Can't get them. Aw. And I know they're juvenile books, but I would love to read them again. Yeah, they were cool. I love the horror books that I read. I loved them. Like Chain Letter, Christopher Pike? I mean, come on. Like, I, I even kind of was a little too old for those books when I discovered them, but I still enjoyed them. Nightmare Hall. Nightmare Hall was awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Nightmare Hall was awesome, too, because the original first editions, the cover, you would open the front flap, and there was a dead body right there. It's kind of cool. <laughs> That's cool. All right, keep going. I'm off my uh, platform now. Um, Alex Hammond was Michael Tuff. He was in Virus, The End, Skullduggery, and Search and Rescue, The Alpha Team. Jude was Joy Thomas. Well, she was in One Magic Christmas, Skullduggery as well, and War of the Worlds. Kelly was Mary Beth Rubens. Also in War of the Worlds, but she was in ENG, The Michelle Apartments, in Perfect Timing. And Lou was David Mucci. He was in For the Love of the Game, Unforgiven, and one of my favorite movies from the 90s, Half-Baked. Nice. That movie. Um... Would you like a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Movie tries to mimic the success of Carrie without the supernatural aspect and Saturday Night Fever without the actual good dancing and things go awry. Oh, my God. It, was a, it wasn't just me. The dancing was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay. Even for disco, it was so bad. Oh, my God. Like, usually you get kids at a prom scene and, and you're expected to see choreographed dancing, but you're expecting to see, like, good choreographed dancing. This is the reason why Disco died. It was because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame Disco for dying after that. No, Disco didn't want to live after this. <laughs> um, should we go through a summary? Yeah. Like a Let's summary? get into it. Okay. So, um... Kim is our main character, Jamie Lee Curtis. She's got um, younger brother and sister, Alex and Robin. She's got fabulous hair. She has very fabulous hair. Um, When they were younger, um, they came across some of Kim's friends, Wendy, Jude, Kelly, and Nick, playing killer, the killer game, which we're going to talk about this a little second. And what was supposedly, I guess it was, I thought it was an abandoned school. It was an abandoned convent. Now, let me ask you a question, Cass. When you played hide-and-seek, did you often yell, killer, killer, killer? Like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea. How how do we not know about it? I'm just saying. A serial killer game for children. But really all it was was hide-and-seek, though. It really was all just, yeah, hide-and-seek, right? Except screaming at the kids when you found them instead of just saying, you're it. Right. Killer, killer, the killer's gonna catch you, or whatever they say. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, Robin wants to play with them. Alex supposedly goes off home by himself. Kim has to run back to school for something. So Robin wants to play with them. She goes in there, and they end up, like, cornering her. Like, chasing her and cornering her in this convent. And, like, doing that killer, killer. Yeah. And she ends up falling out backward out a window. Yes. And dying. And dies. Horribly. And then I think the window actually falls out on top of her, too. Did you notice that? Yeah. The window just, like, falls out. <laughs> yeah. A real sturdy building here. Well, it was old. She wasn't dead then. She definitely was dead now. Yeah. And just like any children of that age, what are they, 12? Yeah, they're 12. They make a pact never to tell anyone. 
I know. Because, of course, they killed her. No, it was an accident. It was a total accident. But they didn't want to go to prison as 12-year-olds. I mean, who would they? No. Makes middle school very hard. Yeah, right. Um, so that's... I don't understand. Okay, I have questions. I have so many questions here. Why the fuck was Leslie Nielsen at the crime scene? Like, why did they just let him wander around? At first, I thought he was like a cop. I was like, okay, he's the, the kid's dad, but he's also a cop. No. Nope. He's just wandering around the crime scene. Yeah. Back in the 80s, they just must have let anyone go to a murder scene and be like, hey, your, your daughter died here. You can go look around if you want. Get a souvenir. It's fine. Like, what the fuck was that? <gasps> oh, my gosh. No, he's the headmaster of the school. We find yeah. Lessons. Six months later, we go visit the grave scene. A little bit of exposition with the gravestone. You know, she was, what, 10 years old, 8 years old? Yeah, I don't and know. And her name was Robert, Robert Hammond, and she's missed, and, uh, and everyone's crying. And, uh, okay. Um, Alex <laughs> and Kim are grown. <laughs> I know, I'm so empathetic. You're so empathetic towards children. Um, <laughs> it's the night of prom? Yes. Everything happens in, like, one day. Yeah. Like, one day six years ago, and then one day six years later. Which is funny because uh, Kim's like to Alex, you had a date for prom yet? Well, hopefully you fucking would by then because it's that night. I know. They, they act like you can just get a date for the prom like at 5 p.m. when the dance starts at 7. It doesn't work like that. You have to buy yeah. your ticket ahead of time. Well, you can if you buy your ticket and then you look through the yellow pages to hire a prom date. Yeah, but you, you can't can just 80s. decide you're, like, going to prom, like, no. at 5 p.m. And yeah, it's at 7. You ha- you can't get a ticket at that point. Man, there's nothing on the movies. Let's go to prom. Yeah. There's a tux in my closet. It's fine. We're going to talk about that, too. Which is funny because Kelly's walking to school and a guy just rolls up in the van. He could be a murderer or a kidnapper or whatever. Oh, this is the most, like, innocent-looking, like, sweet-looking guy. This is slick, yeah. But it's weird because he asks her to prom. It's the day of fucking prom. Yeah. And how do you just roll up to somebody in the street and be like, hey, you want to go prom? Oh, that happened to me. What? I'm serious. That happened to me once. When? Like when Last I was. Last week? No, when okay. I was in high school. Someone just rolled up to you? Yeah, and asked me to prom. The same day of the prom? No, not the same day of the prom. Were you walking and they were in a car? Yes. Who was it? I don't know. I didn't what? know them. Did it say free candy on the side? No. How about free puppies? No. How about hug a kitten? No. Okay. No, it was the guy my age. But you didn't know who he was? No. Not suspect at all. Did he know who you were? Or was he just looking for some random person to take the prom? Oh, no. I got the impression he knew who I was. I just didn't know who he was. What did you say? I told him no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't want to go no, to prom. To prom. <laughs> God, that's for like people that actually liked high school. Exactly. New slash can't carnage to both of our proms. <laughs> I don't like high school though, but I did go to both my proms. You didn't go to any. Mm. I think we talked about this before. I we went to, to one homecoming dance my See, entire four years. And that was it. That was the only dance I went to. Homecoming sucked so bad. Not it the dance. It was really lame. Not the dance, but like after the game and the homecoming show and the homecoming parade, like the last thing I want to do the next day is fucking go to a dance. Like I never understood my classmates that like they were in the band that did that. Be like, bitch, 
we worked all day yesterday. Let's take the next day off. Mm -hmm. Dance is not exactly relaxation. Right. I never get that, but whatever. Anyway. Um, so it's day of prom. Oh, well, I said that. Slick, Slick invites Kelly. Kelly's going to... Not Kelly. It's not Kelly. It's Jude. Because <sighs> Kelly's the one that's going to lose her virginity. Yeah, it's Jude that goes with Slick. No, Kelly... Kelly's with Drew. She's the one that's gonna lose her virginity. Oh, okay. Because because so does. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say like so does the girl who goes. With oh, what well, Jude does too. Yeah, she does. Yeah. How's that for a date? Meet a guy in a van, go to prom with them, lose your virginity that night, and then die. And then die. It was a it was a full very day for her. Eventful. You know, she really lived her short remaining <laughs> day day to its fullest. I would say. <laughs> At least she can say that. So before these girls, these girls go to school, Kelly, Wendy, Jude all get phone calls from this raspy voice. Kelly, Jude. You know, he doesn't want to say much more than that. They all think it's somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he calls Nick, but Nick doesn't pick up the phone because he thinks it's Wendy, his ex-girlfriend. Uh, but they all get these calls. And then he also cuts their yearbook pictures out and pastes them in their locker. So they find those later, too. Mm -hmm. Real inventive killer here. I don't know why he waits six years later either, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, so Wendy and Kim aren't friends anymore because Kim is now dating Nick, who was Wendy's ex-boyfriend. She's going to get him back, though. She's going to get him back. Right. Yes. That's her boyfriend. Right. Because high school boyfriends last forever. That's right. Of course they do. Um, because she's pissed off, though, she makes a plan with Lou to embarrass the king and queen. Another thing that... You don't really know ahead of time who your king and queen is, but that's okay. They actually have a king and king queen rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So bizarre. Yeah. This school is bizarre. Yeah, I don't know what this school does. I don't understand it at all. They brought in a disco floor. Yeah. And a runway, like a lighted up runway. Yes. Like they go all out for prom in their gym. I'm just saying that. In their gym. They just have it in their gym. <laughs> uh, Where are we at? Hold on. I gotta look at my notes. I'm getting subtracted here. Subtracted. I'm getting subtracted. Um, yeah, you got Kelly, who's um, Kelly's like, I don't know if I want to lose my virginity, Drew. Uh, okay, so um, they're all in gym class though, because mm -hmm. they were all outside in their hoity-toity tennis courts. I think it was, wasn't it? The fuck were they doing outside? I had flashbacks to Clueless. That's all I had. Yeah, right. And um. Kelly and Kim are in the locker room together and they hear this crash. This is important later. The mirror is shattered. Mm -hmm. Although Kelly notice, Kim notices one shard missing. Mm -hmm. One shard missing. And the creepy stalkery janitor comes to clean it up. Yeah. He's a red herring. Yeah. Janitor's totally the red herring of this. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one shard's missing because that's important. Right. Because the killer has it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So they all go home and get ready for the prom that night. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because this is hysterical. Okay, okay, so I love their outfits. That's so horrible. The only one that looks good is, I'm like, oh, Wendy's got a beautiful dress. God damn it, I lost my phone here. Thank you again. Hold on. Wendy's got a beautiful dress. It's like, it's actually the only pretty dress of the group because the rest of them are all ugly as fuck. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, did you see Wendy's dress? She's dressed like such a slut. And I'm like, oh, Wendy's dress is the only one I like. I like Wendy the slut. Well, I, I think now you could get away with that dress. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, even shorter. And Have you seen some of the prom dresses they make today? No. I'll show you pictures later. Of, um, some of Maybe, my- if you can get your phone oh, back. Oh, my God. Oh my god, I found it. Oh my god, okay. You really gotta stop believing it on the arm of the chair. You really gotta for that some, chair. For some reason, I can leave my phone up on that chair arm all day long, but for some reason, every time you put it up there, it falls down. It doesn't like me. It's fine, I got it, and I'm not gonna put it up there anymore. So after the podcast. Anyway, so we had to prom, these ugly dresses, this horrible fucking dancing, which... So fucking bad. So, so bad. bad. Um, you've got Wendy brings Lou. Oh, we forgot to talk about this. Lou's picking on Kim, and Lou and Alex get into a fisticuff fight in the lunchroom, and yeah. Lou gets expelled. I thought he got suspended. Suspended indefinitely. Oh, yeah. So he got expelled. He okay. got expelled. Yeah, so why does he show up to prom? Because Wendy he, invited him. How is he, he allowed? Was how does he allowed to come to prom? It's the eighties, and no one has bodyguards or bouncers or anything. I don't know. It was in the script. He had to drop the pig's blood on Kib's head. I, I mean, don't know. they would have turned him away at our prom. Yes, <laughs> not in the eighties. Maybe I don't know. I think this movie. Principal is Skinner turned away people in Back to the Future. And that was way earlier, so. Oops, where's my thing? I'm gonna. I'm gonna die. It's gonna die. Here it is. Here. Oh, thank you. So I guess the first. I mean, this takes like an, I think I counted it. It was like an hour and ten minutes the first death. Hour and ten minutes. Before the it first. Took me death. a long time to get to the first death. So I'm gonna jump to the first death because I don't think anything really notable happens other than some shitty dancing. So Kelly and Drew are gonna get it going on. She's gonna lose her virginity in a fucking locker room. Yeah, gross. Pick, pick, choose your battles, girl. Girl, right. choose it. Come on. Luckily, she tells Drew no, and Drew leaves because he can get up anyone he wants. Right. What? A- He's our. He's one of our chads. Him and Lou are both our chads. I think in this movie. Well, Lou's kind of the bad guy, isn't he? No, so... Alex is the bad guy in the end because he's our murderer. Oh yeah, so true. Ch- ch- Lou's just a chad. Lou's definitely a huge chad. I would say Lou's a bad guy, though. I don't know. But he's not the bad guy. I would say the bad guy is our murderer. And yeah. He's not our murderer. But he is still a bad guy. Like, you can have one more than one antagonist in a movie. Okay. Can we call them both Chads, though? Can we agree on that, at least? Sure. <laughs> Come on, now. Sure. Come on. It's fine. I'll say he's a bad guy, too. But he's also a huge douche. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. We're going to fight later. It's fine. No, we're going to fight later. I'm going to fight you now. I'm not even going to wait till this is over. I'm going to fight you now. <laughs> anyway, um, poor Kelly. She's getting dressed, and our killer comes with all black clothing and a ski mask and uses the fucking shard of mirror to cut her. Mm-hmm. That's seriously the best weapon you could find? A shard of mirror. 
Like you had hours between breaking the mirror and the prom. Couldn't have found a knife? <laughs> How about a gun? How about a rope and strangling her? I mean, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? He had access to a kitchen, too. He could have found a kitchen knife. I'm just saying. Well, that's why he broke the mirror, so he could use the shard of glass to kill her. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with this murder. i say that right now. Okay. Um, so Kelly gets it, which I guess it follows the... I'm trying to think of the scream rules. She showed her breasts. That's why she got killed, because she didn't have sex. Right. I thought it was if you have, to, if you have sex, you die. But maybe if so, if you show your breasts, you die. Those rules aren't real. They are real. No, they're, they're not. They're very real. <laughs> um, anyway, we jump to Jude and Slick. Um, yes, they've had sex. And unfortunately, Jude gets her head cut off. Yeah, that by happens. Whoops. the mirror shard. And then this is the best part with Slick where he's trying to run away. But he's lost his glasses. So he can't see anything. So he's trying to drive around. And how athletic is this fucking killer that keeps jumping on the van? I know. He falls off the van. He jumps back on the van. All until Slick drives off a cliff. Because yeah. he can't see the bluffs that are there. I felt bad for Slick. I know. He wasn't a part of this. No. He wasn't a part of their pact. He was just and he was a bystander. Yeah. It's not fair. <sighs> he was a nice guy. Sad. Um... We forgot about the whole subplot with this. What subplot? Okay, so when Robin died, they blamed a sex offender for it that was in the area, and he had area, 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 and they actually sent him to a mental hospital, which he coincidentally broke out of during this time. So the police are actually at the prom, thinking he's coming for these kids because uh... they found his dead nurse that he kidnapped at the same convents. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, McBride, the the sex predator that they thought is causing that is that is going to cause problems for these kids. Why they thought he was going to problems cause problems for these kids? They didn't know the kids were fucking there in the scene. How did they even know that? I don't know. You're not helpful. <laughs> not helpful at all. Sorry. Anyway. The word is that he's caught, and the police think, it's okay now. We can just go in. The cop actually says, now I can enjoy the prom. Said no one ever. <laughs> no one ever said that. Especially a fucking adult. Like, no, I can yeah, enjoy no, I can the, chaperone some the teenage prom. Some teenage kids getting it on. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. Prom detail is my favorite <laughs> overtime activity. It's volunteer, actually. You don't get paid for it. Oh, that's even If you're going to volunteer anywhere, let's volunteer at a prom. I'm going to spike the punch. No, that's the kids doing that part. No, in my scenario, the oh, cops you're... are spiking the punch. Okay, don't let chaos chaperone your prom, apparently. <laughs> God, you spike the punch. You're a horrible person. You know that, right? Anyway, it's Wednesday's turn to die, but she at least gives up a good fight and a big fucking chase around the school. And now he's gotten an axe. Somehow, he's yeah. found an axe. Fabulous. She finally gets chopped. I mean, she goes through auto machine shops. She goes through a biology lab. Yeah, how does she... Does he chop her head off? 
yeah, she freaks out. She's hiding in a storage closet right off the auto. Yes. And, and then, Kelly's body falls down from the shelf that it was hanging out on. Yes, that's right. She screams and opens the door to flee, and he's right there. And he's right there, and he just chops her head off. And somebody said in the comments that um, the skeevy janitor was in the closet with her, and that's how he saw her get murdered. Because he's even saying to people, there's a murderer on the run. There's a murderer in the school. And they're like, he's drunk. He's a fucking drunk. Just go put him in a drunk tank for the night. Oh. But that's how they're... Because I was wondering how he knew that she was killed. Or how there was a murderer on the school grounds. Right. Apparently he was in this... What was he doing in the storage closet with a dead body? That is what I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Or maybe we don't want to know. And that's... Maybe it's necrophilia. Oh, God, that's what I was thinking. Why didn't you say it out loud? All right, Wendy's killed. Great. Poor dress. Anyway. That poor, wonderful dress. What did it ever do to those filmmakers? So even though Wendy hasn't come back, Lou's going to do their plot anyway to ruin the prom. Because he and Wendy have been applying about this with his two loser friends. Apparently the plot is to tie up Nick and Kim. And go out as queen and king. Yeah. Stupidest fucking plot ever. I know. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of doing. Worked in Lou's favor, though, because Alex the killer. By the way, I've spoiled it. Alex is the killer. No one saw that from five miles away. I know. Preventing his twin's death. Mistakes Lou for Nick and chops his head off. Yeah. And his head fucking rolls out on that lighted runway. It's the best scene ever. That is my favorite death. (laughs) That is the best thing ever. The character that actually played him, um, he said he was terrified being under there because his body was, like, hidden under the platform. Oh. So the director actually held his hand the whole time he was under there. Oh. How sweet is that? Oh. It's sweet. That's cute. Weird that he was freaked out, but sweet. Yeah. Um, so everyone flees. Like, it's Carrie at the prom. Like, hello. Everyone's fleeing the fucking gym when they see that dead head roll out. Right. Um. Kim grabs Nick, unties him, although he's limping. He's, like, practically going boneless on her, like Sean does to Gus and Psych. Yeah. Like, and she's dragging him out, and here comes the killer with his axe that he found from somewhere, chopping away. And and Jamie's, like, all on top of it. Like, she's, like, trying to wrestle him away. Like, they're tag-teaming this guy, this killer. <laughs> Sounds bad. But um, she hit, she ends up getting the axe away from him. Well, the axe flies under the table. She grabs the axe, and then she hits him with the axe. Like, okay, that's yeah. her choice. Yeah. And she sees his eyes, and it's her brother. Yeah, she makes that eye connection, and she's like, oh, no. So he stumbles out of the building, and she, she he lays him to the floor and pulls off his mask before she died, before he dies, because he died, apparently, from that, the fucking hit from the axe. Not right away. Like, he was able to meander outside first. Yeah. And then he died in front of her. I love how the cops were going to shoot him, though, even though he was unarmed. Yeah, I know. That was great. That was awesome. That was great. And um, then you have, like, a little retro scene where you see um, the scene again where Robin falls out the window and Alex is right there. Well, of course he was. He was yeah. when there was near. He was either going to be Kim or Alex. Who the fuck right. Else was going to be? Right. Exactly. Like, I know how they, I love how they red herring Leslie Nielsen, too. Like, haven't seen your dad for a while. Where'd he go? Mm-hmm. The fucking dad. Wasn't the fucking mom. It was the fucking twin. It's always the twin. Right. All right. End of movie. Thank God. End of movie. Um, 
I'm sorry. I just thought we should watch this movie because it's got Jamie Lee Curtis and. I know you wanted some Jamie Lee Curtis scream queening going on. I did. She doesn't even scream that much in this one. Well, I was just gonna say she really doesn't even scream in this one. Whatever. Whatevs. Lame. <laughs> um, they actually did film a Michael Myers cameo in this movie, but they cut it. Aww. That would have been a nice little uh, interesting tidbit. That would have been awesome. Michael shows Alex how you use an axe and heartwarming. And look, you're also Jamie Lee Curtis's brother. I'll show you how to kill for real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I lost chaos. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The heartwarming serial killer montage. (laughs) Oh, I need that now. I need the Merkins to do that. (laughs) If anyone knows who the Merkins are, go reach out to them. Ask them to do this for us, please. Because that would be fucking great. (laughs) He's so wonderful. Um, do you have any trouble or anything that you know about that you want to give, or should we just rate this fucking movie and get the hell out of here? Let's just rate it. All right. Um, is my pick, so I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, it was a 3.5. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, and I did love when Lou got killed, and I love this like scene where he's like trying to drive around like a blind old bat. You know, there's definitely funny features, but they weren't supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. 3.54, yeah. Yeah, I'm at a four. I think, I mean, I've definitely seen worse, but it was just so boring and, and, and predictable and contrived. An hour and ten minutes to our first real death. Yeah. Our first real kill. And That's it's an lo- hour and 30 minutes I long. Know! Only 20 minutes of killing. That's too little killing, in my opinion. Way too little killing. Way too little killing. That knocks off like five points right there. Exactly. Thank you. If you can't have a kill in the first hour, like a true kill, something great, mm, no. And you get, for me, you get bonus points if you'd have a kill in the first 10 minutes. Oh, me too. Yeah. Another bonus point if it's bloody. Very. All right. Should we um, rate uh, Pimp and get the fuck out? Oh, no. I've got fan fiction. Fan fiction. God, I got one job on this podcast, and I almost forgot it. Um, there actually are three hmm. on uh, fanfiction.net. One is Phantom of the Opera, and the other two are Twilight. Surprise. Um, let's, let's read the Twilight one. Okay. Oh, wait. One is mature, so I can't read it. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate fanfiction.net. Like, I am mature. Not really, but I mean, I can read that. Hey, that is for your protection. <laughs> No, it's just... Oh, shit. Monkeys. All monkeys. There should be monkeys here. Okay, here it is. Um, Bella's life has changed due to one obsessed teacher. All human. A few lemons in later chapters. Okay, that's great. And then there's another one. Bella moves to Forks to get away from her horrible past. But what happens when her past comes to her? Yeah. All right. Sounds pretty lame. Got a little fan fiction. If we had more time, I would say we need to do a fan fiction podcast. We seriously do. We need to make more time for that. I know. But how would that work? Do you have to get authors' permissions to read it and make fun of it? Or I don't think so. Is it just fair game? Like, it's fair trade coffee. It's out there for everyone. I mean. I'm pretty sure you don't have to have permission to read it. Read somebody's fan fiction on the air. You're not stealing it. You're just. We'll give them it. credit. 
Yeah, yeah. You're oh, they'll credit. definitely get credit. We're not saying it's ours. I don't know, then. I think we should do this. Do you want to do bad fan fiction or good fan fiction? I'm thinking bad fan fiction. <laughs> sure. Are you, were you thinking good fan fiction? Because I got plethora I was that. thinking both. Okay. But we can just do bad. We could do Rex and Rex. Rex, R-E-C-S and Rex, W-R-E-C-K-S. I love it. <laughs> Rex and Rex. That's perfect. Cool. All right. Pimp us so we can get on to our next fan fiction. Okay, so we are the Mostly Podcast at Night, and we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. Go check out their podcast network, which will be linked in the show notes. Um, it's a great network with a lot of great shows, and you might find one that you like almost as much as us. If you want to engage with us, we are on all the social medias. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group moderated by our social media, Maverick Maverick. We have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Slasher, and a Good Pods. Um, we really appreciate reviews. So if you could spare a few minutes to write us a review wherever you listen, it would be greatly appreciated. Or a word of mouth uh, recommendation is also good, too. Gets more people listening to the podcast, which we always like. And if you've got some cash to flash and you want to check out our merch, that'll be linked in the show notes as well. We do have a Threadless store. So that's it from me, Chaos. I'll just say goodbye and thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we're a founder from a live studio audience of Snoring Kitty Cats.